Welcome to Part 2 of The New Yorker's Double Issue for July 9th and 16th, 2012. We have five articles for you. In the talk of the town, Rebecca Mead writes about how one filmmaker's documentary became an allegory of the housing crisis. Next, Dexter Filkins takes an in-depth look at what went wrong in Afghanistan. Then Michael Spector examines whether genetic modification can eliminate a deadly tropical disease. And finally, Emily Nussbaum reviews Louis C.K.'s sitcom Louie and Showtime's new series Episodes, starring Matt LeBlanc. But first, it's the financial page. In Mind the Gap, James Sirwicky reports on why employers are wrong about workers' skills. The basic truth of the American economy today is that if you don't have a job, it's hard to get one. Unemployment isn't high because businesses are shedding jobs. The rate of job loss is back to pre-recession levels, but because no one's hiring. And if you listen to employers, you'll hear in survey after survey that a big reason they're not hiring is a dearth of qualified workers. Newspapers across the country regularly run stories about local businesses that can't find anyone good to hire. This has led to talk of a so-called skills gap, the gap between the skills that American workers have and the ones that businesses need. Some pundits argue that the skills gap means that the government can't do much to bring the unemployment rate down. If the job market is weak, it's because there's something wrong with American workers. The idea of the skills gap makes a kind of intuitive sense. Think of all those unemployed construction workers presumably ill-equipped to do anything else. It's also true that there are a lot more job openings these days than you'd expect with an unemployment rate of 8.2%. And there are undoubtedly some industries, like engineering, in which skilled workers are hard to find. But beyond that, the evidence is shaky. A series of recent studies have found that the skills mismatch is very limited in scope. Furthermore, when you look at the list of slots that businesses say are among the toughest to fill— you find jobs like sales rep and office support, hardly specialized occupations. The workers are out there, but companies just aren't hiring them. As Peter Capelli, a professor of management at Wharton, argues in his new book, Why Good People Can't Get Jobs, if businesses are having a hard time hiring, it's a problem largely of their own making. The underlying issue, Capelli shows, is that employers tend to let the perfect become the enemy of the good. Seeing an overwhelming number of reasonable applicants makes them less likely to pick one. They know that it